Welcome to the Best Work Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Henley-Smith. The goal of this show is to uncover the working insights of successful software engineers, founders and leaders, so you too can find your best work. Finding our best work is often a hidden journey, uncovered through an ongoing conversation with ourselves and the world around us. Every one of these episodes is packed with timeless ideas you can apply to your own life. In this conversation, I speak to Alexandra Havley. We explore how she became a CTO, what it took to combine multiple disciplines at work, and the role that luck has played in her own journey. You've said in the past, I like working in roles that challenge me daily and allow me to integrate different sources of data, information and knowledge. What did you mean by that? Yes. Um, in my life, um, I've been challenged, challenged um, like all the time and I tried myself in different roles. Um, so I started my education in mechatronics engineering, which uh, is a field that combines uh, electronics, uh, informatics and uh, also mechanical engineering. And I always found that uh, I'm good in combining uh, like uh, different uh, fields and, and just making something great out of this dispersed uh, uh, knowledge basis. And um, I also really like being this in this integrator role. And um, I, I'm looking for roles where I can just step out of these uh, comfortable bubbles and and combine uh, combine different sources of knowledge. What is it about bringing together different fields that you find so fulfilling? Um, it's not easy, and um, I see that. Like they say, that you should gravitate towards careers where what you do is easier for you than for other people. And I find that like people are not really in, in general, people find it hard to combine um, like different ways of looking at things. For example, I work with software engineers and medical doctors nowadays, and they have such a different uh, way of looking at things and, uh, and, Many times they don't understand each other and I'm in this position where I can translate between the different domains and figure out innovative ways of how to solve the problems of both. Yeah. How have you gone about choosing the domains that you you want to work on? So far it's it was, we can say, like random how I, I gravitated towards this. Um, I was always interested in health because I was a professional athlete when I was young. Uh, but I did not think that I will work in this um, domain. Um, regarding software engineering, I, I always loved um, reading code from my very early age. So that was like a natu natural choice like based on the opportunities what are presented to us, like yeah. what we choose. 
And how did you how did you become the CTO Medipredict? Yeah, I think that was mainly due to luck because that's uh, it was a startup, and um, I was in a good relationship like with all the developers and and the and the business persons and and the doctors and. Uh, I kind of got the opportunity to, hey, Alexa, we don't have, like, uh, there were uh, issues with the previous CTU and then someone has had to fill the role. And I was there like, uh, could you take it? And first it was like a temporary um, assignment, I suppose. But then I, I really took on the challenge and, and worked um, crazy hard, like worked, 60 hour weeks for for like three years <laughs> and and um, i i really enjoyed it because it it was a like a, a wicked challenge like this combination of uh like i really had to dig myself into medicine genomics microbiome science to be able to map them to it uh, tasks and problems for the team um so First, it was mainly due to luck, and afterwards, I think it was due to my perseverance and hard work. How did you initially find work at MediPredict? And then I'd love to know more about the, the actual process you went through to then become the CTO. Yeah, so my father is an entrepreneur, and um, from my very early age, I, I looked up to him, and in, in my soul, I... I was always striving to become an entrepreneur. I'm not there yet, but it's still in me that at some point in my life, I would like to be an entrepreneur. And uh, when I was doing my master's, um, I attended a course on IT entrepreneurship and it was an amazing course. Um, it was an international class uh, from students all around the world, from the US and um, like only three Hungarian students. And uh, the main teacher, um, I think um, I was really inspired by him. And he, uh, after the course, uh, I got really good uh, notes, uh, great, great. And uh, I got a um, job offer from him after the class, so after the semester. But I was working at SAP at that time, so I did not take the offer. Um, and when I decided to leave SAP, um, he, he asked me to, like, I should send him a message. So he told me that I should send him a message. And I sent him a message that, hey, you asked me, I'm leaving SAP. And yeah, I'm open for new roles. And then uh, I started working at another company, but um, he was uh, like determined to get me to join Medipredict because Medipredict was his company. And uh, so, okay, I, I was like, okay, I'm open to new opportunities. And, and he was really um, like determined to get me to work for Medipredict. So I joined Medipredict. And uh, I worked uh, for the first uh, first first year. I worked there as a software engineer, so just like reading codes every day, and uh, no management role. And uh, as this opportunity presented itself, it must have been quite an extraordinary change going from 
just writing code to all of a sudden in a more managerial position and all of the things that being a CTO entails. What happened on that first day? Yeah, um, I think there is a book that has the title that all I ever needed in my life, I learned in kindergarten. <laughs> and it was um, kind of what I did in like the first two years was like speaking with people, trying to solve problems, trying to break down problems and uh, just like setting a, a goal and vision. And on the first two weeks, we focused on like the like the acute problems. So yeah, these uh, services are failing. Let's fix them because clients need them. And okay, this is done. Okay, the next challenge. And then like, like from like gradually, like moving forward and also for my roadmap and vision, trying to just think more and more forward so I can um, really plan for the team. Like, First, I just only know that knew that we will do this tomorrow. Then I knew that this we will do this next week. Then we will do this next month. And like in the last um, half year, I knew that okay, we will do this in the next uh, one and a half year. When you referenced that book at the beginning, all I needed in life I learned at kindergarten, that sounded like the complete opposite way that most people would expect you to begin the answer to that question because you would expect that you would move be moving on to really complex problems you're going up the ladder you're you're finding things more and more challenging where's where's that where's the journey taking you to now yeah. so for for example my my work um, or my profession is also my hobby so sometimes I don't feel like I'm working I try to separate um more work and and like personal life are you still at Mediproduct? No, no i i decided to leave um like two months ago because um, i felt that that was all i could learn here it's like we finished the the initial uh, product that i plan to finish and uh, now I can just uh, safely transfer it to somewhere else and I can find a new challenge for myself. It must be different this time round now that you don't have, or you may have someone kind of trying to persuade you to, to join the next company. What's, what's it been like this time, finding projects to work on and choosing what you want to do with your time? Currently, I'm in a phase where I'm really thinking a lot about what do I want to do with my life? Um, since I left Mariprodict, um with, with uh, one of my friends, we started a small consulting company and uh, basically we are uh, trying to like found our own company that works um, on where, where we can work on passion project, projects. So currently my passion project is like healthcare and software engineering and, and creating uh, products that have and have and uh, like uh, speed up this digital transformation of the healthcare industry. Um, but in the meantime, I'm, I'm still thinking a lot, a lot about like which company would I join if we wouldn't work on these passion projects. Um, 
and um, yeah, I, I suppose I would like to stay in the in this Haskell ID uh, market um, and also work on distributed systems um, where I can work with many smart and and experienced people and um, just solve problems together and yeah learn from them has your experience becoming a cto and managing a team what way has that changed how you look for work now and the things that you look for in the work that you're going to be doing so before many before my cto role i was i had only roles where i wasn't either a like electrical engineer, mechanical engineer or software engineer. So it was like a very well-defined role where I usually like received which tasks I have to complete. I did them and then I, I moved to the next task. And the CTE role is like a very mixed role. So I had to like lead the team like okay where are we going and and not just technology wise but also product wise like what is the product that we want to develop how do we get there and so after this experience um i'm thinking a lot about if if i want to go back to a more defined role like like a software engineer where you get like okay you should develop this part of this software in the next one year or if i i would like to pursue my entrepreneurship goals where i get to define a, a bigger vision and break it down um yeah one pro for the like the software engineering or the smaller box part is that the lifestyle is more um like you don't have that much stress. Um, it's easier to have a work-life balance. Um, you can get deep in one topic. Sounds like you you haven't made the decision yet. Um, not really. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, and the entrepreneurship part is I I have to work a lot with the product. And, and on the business and, and just breaking it down and then figuring out like, okay, with which technology, what, who, who does what and, and uh, also hiring. So um, I, I, I did not figure it out no. <laughs> or, or I'm in the process of figuring it out, what I would like to do with my life. <laughs> well, I can't wait to hear what you do decide to do. Um, and I feel so, I am so grateful that you've shared your story right from the beginning all the way up to now, Alexa. Um, it's such a uh, a fascinating story and combining not just the feeling of um, stripping things back to being that kid again and making those kind of more overarching decisions, but also where you've managed to intersect different parts of your interests and uh, your broad range of, of uh, passions and where you found the intersection between all of those and pursued them has been wonderful to listen to. Thank you so much for sharing it. Thank you for the opportunity and inviting me. Oh, no worries. The Best Work podcast is produced by the team at Cord. 
I'd love your advice on how we can make sure the Best Work podcast is having a profound impact on the way we all pursue our best work. Email me at bennettcord.co. You can also find a transcript of this conversation, insightful video content and more at cord.co slash insights. Thanks for listening.